Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... High School Hijinks slash Young Adult Dystopia. Oh, we're doing slash slash as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, we're not doing slashes. It's just that like, I put the slash in there. Oh, to, I see. Uh, well, as long as we're allowed... two genres. As long as we insert a guitar solo into every film we do, yeah. that's, that's fine. <laughs> okay. And the works. big hat. That works. Someone's got to have a big yes. hat in everyone mm. as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so joining us for this crossover genre, Dave mm. Bulmer. The crossover man. Hello. Whee. I'm a <laughs> cross between. Oh, I don't know. That would be too introspective. Someone else <laughs> determine what I'm a cross between. <laughs> Listeners, write in. What am I a cross between? Uh, well, um, the, well, well, while you get to us on Twitter there um, uh, at Life's a Pitch Show uh, about what Dave Bulmer is a cross between, <laughs> um, none of us are cross, um, but some of the people in our movies are going to be, I reckon. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, I reckon they're going to be right angry about living in a dystopia and also having to go to high school. <laughs> yeah, imagine the only that's thing worse. What people, that's what people <laughs> live in dystopias are like, aren't they? They're all like, oh, they're really grumpy. They're like, oh, oh I can't believe I live in a dystopia. <laughs> <laughs> Which is... <laughs> that, you know what? That was meant to be a throwaway joke, but actually it describes England quite well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, can't believe we live in a dystopia. Oh, another oh, law to stop oh, us can protesting. Can you believe this? Flipping heck. Um, so, oh. we're, so we're all quite cross um, yeah. uh, in dystopias. And imagine the only thing yeah. worse than than living in a dystopia is having to go to school in one. Imagine, you, imagine you being quite peeved generally mm. and then having to go to school. And, oh. and then, yeah. It's not it's not ideal uh, circumstances for learning. No. 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 But it is ideal circumstances for hijinks. Oh, oh. yeah, because the the because oh. the the, the ch- uh, childhood spirit is irrepressible, and you're gonna That's get it. them yeah. to hijinks no matter what, aren't you? They can try. Well, shall we get on with some pitching some of these movies that people have given us on social media? Yes, please. Oh, was that not a rhetorical question? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was I was waiting an answer. Oh, sorry. <laughs> If, if you'd both said no, I'd have been like, all right, well, we can... Well, yeah. see you next week. We can stop the podcast here, yeah. Remember, remember who pitched it. Bye. No Not one. <laughs> no one pitched it. So, people got in touch with us on facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast, Twitter at Life's a Pitch Show, and patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast to give us these made-up film titles so we can do the show we can pitch movies and hopefully some of these might get made in the future although we doubt they will so without further ado from ross originals we've got cubicles of the mind that almost sounds fantasy if you take away cubicles yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's what, it's just, an X of the Y. Of the really? It's just X, you know X of the Y is very fantasy. It's a very fan- fantasy structure. Oh, I see. It's it's the yeah, it's yeah. the format. No, you need to change it to like cubicles of the stone. <laughs> to make it fantasy. That that make it so- cubicles swords of the, of the stone. Mind <laughs> of the cubicles. Okay, so what do they mean by cubicles? Is that a school thing? Cubicles. Maybe. It might, it, it might be in a thing. dystopia. 
Unless they mean the toilet cubicles. Oh, yeah. I was going to say the toilet cubicles. <gasps> Someone pulls a prank by putting like a what is it? A cherry bomb in the toilet, but like people <laughs> sit on the toilet. It, 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 the toilet explodes like in a cherry bomb. Yeah. And, and some uh, of the cleaning and... chemicals they were using makes everyone blend into one big mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like has psychedelic effects on yeah. whoever sits yeah. on the toilet. Everyone, yeah, everyone walks out of that cubicle changed somehow, like a demon okay. headmaster style. Like, yeah. but we don't well, know like what ben. they want. <laughs> As they come out of the toilet, just like I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. Well, I've been in some cubicles like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, some public toilets are definitely like that. <laughs> just... I've, I've come out of this bathroom change. There was a there was a memor- there was a memorable moment when I was <laughs> when I'd seen a cubicle so bad at uh, at I think a thought bubble uh, comic con that I hung out in the room to see who came in next to see how they reacted to it and it was someone I knew and he opened the cubicle door and did such a quadruple take gasp jump backwards it was the most it was exactly what I've been hoping for all I can possibly describe it as is like imagine like thick thick brown right up to the top and some sort of small tree growing out of it and I've never understood what was going on there. There was some plant in the course of the day that ended up coming out of this toilet. Cubicles of the mind. <laughs> this is like a Twilight Zone episode. Or, or just a, or like an anthology TV show. Where every, every time it's a different cubicle. It's just got a different world in it. Ah, wait a minute. So that's what it is. It's that there's this one, there's one cubicle somewhere in the world that's so bad and that's got so much poo all over it and that's just so horrendous that it manifests. Its power can't be contained and it starts manifesting. Different people see it when they go in different random cubicles in a certain state of mind or whatever. If they're just susceptible, they can perceive it. But if I... I love I love the idea that this is set in a school like toilet. Yeah. And like like the Twilight Zone, like an anthology series, we've just got this guy in a suit narrating what <laughs> happens at the beginning of each episode. Just stood like that like someone walks into the cubicle, is like, ooh, and then walks in. And as the door closes, the, the camera sort of <laughs> tracks across to the next cubicle and it's like a Rod Serling <laughs> figure sat on the, it on the toilet suit. Yeah, going, trousers, trousers down right actually a school would be the perfect place to, to set the story of the terrible cubicle right because mm. if there's a cubicle so disgusting that it, its power is, can't be contained and it manifests in different cubicles around the world most people would go into that cubicle and go, oh, 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 and either like, you know, they'd probably walk away mm. unless they really needed the toilet, in which case they add to it and it gets worse. Right. But yeah, not at a school. They're going to love it. Mm. If you if there's a, if there is a cubicle in that much of a state at school, what's going to happen is they're going to call their mates in to look at it. They're going to love it. And that's how you defeat the power of the toilet is you subvert it. You don't. 
you don't feel the fear of it. <laughs> and they are able to actually, like, put an end to whatever it is. The, 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 ter- <laughs> the terror cubicle. Defeat the evil. Well, They're well, able to I, defeat I, the demon that has, like, attached itself to this toilet. I think the toilet is so bad, and it's got, like, what you said, like, trees growing out of... Plants growing <laughs> out of... Tentacles coming of out. Whatever, whatever is there. That it's yeah. become, like... It, it has like a psychedelic effect on people's minds like it's shooting spores out at people yeah um and it is like this lovecraftian horror i think the one at the comic convention is doing that yeah <laughs> so what if this is a um like in, in this in this movie like it's mainly teachers that are getting sort of like affected by this these spores, uh-huh. like they're they're sort of. I don't know. I I think it could be it could be teachers, could be kids. Okay, like, like so yes, yeah, like so there's, there's a contingent, a contingent, but like that. Either way, they're like vandalizing other stalls, or like it's like an anti prank. They're, they're like trying to. Um, this contingent of kids are trying to stop people putting laxative in the soup, so that everyone has to go to the stall <laughs> uh, and get taken oh. over by its by its spores. Ah. Oh. So it's <laughs> it's like it is like the demon headmaster, but it's like, but it's the demon <laughs> toilet cubicle to do with poo, though. Yeah, yeah. It it wants the demon headmaster's wants... latest devilish trick is because that were, big loads of that poo. had big plants climbing everywhere, didn't it? Demon headmaster. Yeah, that had it had, that what, had big plants climbing everywhere. The it had like vines. Oh, I, yeah, and I didn't really, stuff. didn't really watch that series. That, that one wasn't. Yeah, good. well, I, I, I remember being terrified of it. Is all. <laughs> okay, <laughs> good. Was, yeah. Good. Apparently, it was effective. Yep. So, so again, it's like this, this living thing, like this almost like color out of space thing that's growing in this toilet that mm. is that is trying to control the school. Mm. Um. I think we, we sort of get rid of the Twilight Zone anthology series kind of thing. It is this thing that is slowly taking over people's minds in the school. I think I think that um, I think... that like you even have like full classrooms that are taken over by it. To the point where we get to do yeah. we get to do essentially the colour out of space for kids where like Three kids who are always bickering and, and or, or, or um you know, like chatting to each other, gossiping in the corner. They are hmm. now one. They now have one body. They went into the <laughs> just, cubicle just all together, together. To, to to have a little talk about someone behind their back, and they've come out. <laughs> they've come out all as one body. <laughs> it's merged. So you've got this school filled with all these Lovecraftian horrors. Yeah. I think it is down to uh, Jennifer Lawrence or whoever. To, to to rid the school of this of this evil, like <laughs> they've got to like find the, the they've got to find the, pl- the flush chain. That's the what's been ah <laughs> <laughs> oh! the flush chain is missing has been taken, and she so she goes in with a uh, with like a gas mask on or something, <laughs> and it's like it's like Narnia that cubicle. It just goes on and on forever, yeah. and the the. Flush chain is there <laughs> somewhere, and she—that's like the lamppost. Yeah. <laughs> and she discovers that it's been taken by someone played by the same uh, John Lithgow, who's also playing the headmaster, um, yeah. uh, who is who is like taken, who's you know unfastened the flush chain and uh, and and stolen it so that it, that it can't be flushed away, and she's gonna yeah. she's gonna infiltrate an enormous psychedelic 
um, headmaster's office to try and like <laughs> climb up the like Alice in Wonderland climb up the. Uh, uh, that climb up the like filing cabinets and eventually uh, f- find the flush down on his desk. I, I've got something to add to that. So John Lithgow's a dad, um, okay, who's going around dressed as a hunter. So he's playing. He's playing. He's playing. Playing both the dad, the hunter, the headmaster, and the the color from outer space. <laughs> And uh, at the beginning of the film, like before all this kicks off, he's like, "You should be in in maths class, learning like economics, because that's how you make money." And she's like, "No, Dad, I want to be an artist. I want to do drama. I want to do art." It's like, "You'll never make money from that. You're no daughter of mine." And like, yeah, it's like, "Ah, oh, well, I'm gonna fuck you, Dad. I'm gonna." Go off and do do that, whatever. And where, whereas in uh, whereas in Jumanji, the double casting means something. We we we, we yeah, go yeah, out of our doesn't. way to make sure that this doesn't, right? Yeah. John Lithgow well, plays so casting. many weird characters. That <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm also uh, a goblin who lives in the filing cabinet. Uh, that's how they. That's how all the different characters introduce themselves. Okay, now I'm. <laughs> Now I'm the color out of space. You see? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think that's that we have John Lithgow playing multiple characters, <laughs> all of which introduce themselves as <laughs> by saying, "Now I'm this," <laughs> and it means ultimately has no metaphor for for what's going on no, in the film no, at all. No, no. There, there we go. Cubicles of the mind. <laughs> the mind. Somehow. <laughs> Somehow. Summarise that blurb writer on the back of the DVD. <laughs> so, from Stuart Dunlop, we've got Upgrade Girl. Upgrade Girl? Yeah. How's... Hmm. Ooh, how are we going to make that into a, into a... Well, okay, okay, okay. So she wants to go up a grade. That's the illusion Ooh. being made here, right? It's the grade ah. like a school. But to get... But, right... Okay, it's a dystopia. So, so the Ameri- as I understand it, the American school, the, the difference between our school system and the American school system is that in our school system, when you get a year older, you're now a year up in school, and that's just what happens. Yeah. Whereas in America, you can fail to be a year older, yes. and you have to stay in the year you're in. I don't fully understand it. No, it does make some sense, I guess. You don't yeah. pass the course. I think, mm. I think so that can this, happen in the UK in very uh, exceptional circumstances, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where so in this you're in a future where you're not it's not it, it's not that you're going through a course at school and if you pass the exams or the tests at the end you go up to the next grade you have to be upgraded mm. and this is someone who's gonna get upgraded like way beyond her age she's gonna be or or it goes wrong the upgrade is too big. And she ends up a genius or something. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking like uh, she's ah. trying to. Be, it's like the academic pressure thing, right? Of, of uh, that kids have. It's mm. like the, the everyone wants to be the valedictorian and and take on all mm-hmm. the. And to do that, you've got to not only get straight A's because that's everyone can do that, obviously. Mm. Uh, but what mm. um, what you need to do is take on all the extracurriculars and stuff, and you need to yeah. you need to run this thing, and you need to do that thing, and you need to be able to process ten thousand computations in. Uh, in under 15 seconds mm. um and yeah like it's uh it they they end up like it's probably like got, got a kind of cyberpunk modding uh, uh vibe yeah. to it 
I was going to say, yeah. like, uh, this is definitely like a cyberpunk kind of universe, yeah. isn't it? Mm. Where someone's going, this girl's going down to the to the back streets, where getting these, uh, getting these untested upgrades yeah. to like brain capacity and like. Um, it's it's um uh, it's like, uh, the we, we, it's it's a allegory for um sort of Ritalin. Right, like for for quite oh. a while, mm. uh, a load of kids who were on the academic sort of like high flyers thing at school uh, in, in schools were taking essentially like ADHD meds and like um, uh, over the not like, not over the counter but sort of like under the counter um, medication yeah. for uh, for focus, which completely burns you out. Um, but like uh, they would do that so that they could study better and and, and over like longer periods of time and things. Oh, yeah. Is that what happened? Yeah, that was I'm... a whole that was a whole thing that happened probably in the UK, but but uh, I heard about it in America happening. So maybe maybe it focuses on this girl then that is just sort of like she super wants to be the best and uh, like very much like. Um, saying bernie feldstein's character in book smart she wants to like just study keep studying and just being like i've got to go to like harvard i've got to do this i want to be the next woman president or whatever um yeah i think like she's she's driven by that and so i think i kind of i kind of like the idea that like she's she's also these aren't necessarily her goals right these are goals that have been put out for her that like she's like yeah obviously I'll do that you know like sure I'm smart mm. this is this is the end of that that road being smart if you're smarter than everyone else then you become the first woman president and you become and and therefore I've got to study but the but like her family and the, the structure around her is the thing that is pushing her to to that end? Has there still yes. not been a first woman president by the by the time <laughs> humans are like swapping upgrades? <laughs> the year is twenty two forty nine. The year is, there is still like not. like this is this is the opening crawl. The year is twenty two forty nine. There has still not been a woman president. <laughs> I, I first... roll emoji. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much all just tech bros out here. Yeah. <laughs> it's just. The te- the tech bro resurgence of just like tech bro after tech bro president and, uh, after, after the fall of the woman. Bush monarchy. Uh, the- yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, I, I think that's that's more or less it. Like I think a teacher maybe says like, oh, you got to go down to the uh, upgrade Johnny down on down on the pier. He's under the pier. He just he does. Uh, modifications, you know, to your to your brain and your limbs. What about what if it's like a um, yeah. instead of a spe- instead of like a spelling bee? It's because it'd, it'd be easier if this was a fellow student, right? So it's like there's a mm. uh, and it's like there's a maths, you know, mathlete. That's a thing they do, right? In America, <laughs> they do like competitive yeah. maths, um, and uh, probably uh, they several of them competitive maths and um, yeah. Uh, like one of that's why it's competitive. Doing you very do well. Competitive maths by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> calculating um, loads. Uh, calculating loads of things in his head, and he's like, "Oh, oh yeah, try, try no end of sums." <laughs> and she goes to ask him, you know, how like who his tutor is or what have you, and then she sees him going down an alley and uh, and getting a, a chip in his 
in mm. his brain. Oh. oh, like a oh, like a cyberpunk. Oh, it, they, he's got a little chip slot under his hair, and he yeah. slides it in. Can see, you like, can see smoke coming out the side. Come in. Um, because, when do the hijinks oh. come in, Matt? Because oh, I, Dave. so like, I think, um, like there's a. Uh, we're looking at the the dystopia. We're looking at the school, right? Expecting yeah, yeah. these kids to uh, perform highly, to go and they go off to college. They go off to the Ivy League college, uh, Ivy League colleges, yeah, yeah. and then they, you know, they never come back. Um, and uh, we don't know what's what's been going on. She's been rushed through this process, um, mm. and she's going and and this like it seems. She finds out as she's moved to this new school that a lot of the kids have these upgrades, right? Everyone's t- yeah. nobody's talking about it, but everyone's doing it. Oh, I know what the hijinks are. I know what the hijinks yeah. are. Then, oh yeah, the hijinks are that the 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 nerd sidekick mm. of the group hacks into all the chips, and they get the kids with the chips to do silly things. So it oh. comes to the like. <laughs> The yes! math. It comes to the mathing bee, mm. whatever it is, and and instead they're doing silly things and being chickens and marching up and down and <laughs> saying and it, you know it starts with them just saying the wrong maths, but by the end they're singing silly songs and in four part <laughs> harmony. Yes, and they're doing silly things. And they that's re- where the hijinks yeah. come in. They're they're doing the silly things, um, and they 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 realise that this is like the actual intent of those upgrades, right? They're, they're supposed to make you act a certain way. Um, and oh. uh, those people going off to Ivy League stuff, they're becoming worker drones. They're just oh. starting early. Um, right, so it's so it's actually like they realise that, wait a minute, if this nerd kid can hack these chips yeah. and make people do stuff, doesn't that imply that the company made the chips to make people do stuff? Exactly. And that, yeah. that brings down the company. Yes, so we like yeah. we, we have the whole like we have the whole oh we think this nerd kid is is kind of a villain because he's making everyone's uh, uh yeah. like because he's making everyone do silly things. They get to him and he, and 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 realize that that's like that's a problem. They realize what the what the factory's all doing and then they try and do they do the same hijinks but to to stop the company doing naughty stuff. Oh, yeah, because they, the company, all the employees of the company have the chip. Because mm. um, uh, they're chipped as soon as they join. Yeah. So that means that the hacker kid can make them do stuff. He can make he can make them open the door and let them in and exactly, get, get straight yeah. to the uh. CEO or whatever. And, so yeah. it's like the two-part oh. thing. It's like it starts off with the, with the uh, pressure cooker. You go into the prank. That's a big, uh, you know, set piece of the school yeah. going wild. And then um, they kind of button it down. But then they realize, mm. oh, my God, that implies. And then suddenly the hacker kid's on side. And then they, all the kids mm. start to rise up. And then the, mm. the, they break into the factory with all the workers' uh, brains. Um, and Tom's looking surprised. But the, the, the chips have been making presidents for the last 200 years. <laughs> oh. It's been telling you, you are president now. That's what the chip's been saying. Mm. And, uh, and the kid then goes, you should be president, upgrade girl. And she's like, yes, I'm going to be president now. I'm going to be the first woman president. <laughs> <laughs> they've been, hang on. They've been making presidents? Yeah, yeah, like like the chips have been influencing votes mm. for oh, the tech bro presidents. I see, I see, yeah. I see, yeah, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
Okay. So he's like, I can, I can make people vote for you. So she steals the election, girl. and then it all yeah, goes yeah. back to where it was. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a morally grey ending, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sort of like, she, she gets what she wants, but at what cost? Yeah. That's pretty yeah. dystopic. <laughs> yeah, pretty dystopic. Yeah, there you Upgrade girl. You become there the you thing go. you hate. Kids, learn that. Yeah. And then, like the end of it, like one of the last lines of the film is like, "You've been upgraded to president." That's what the tip says to you. Yeah. That's why she's upgrade girl, actually. And because yeah. the thing is, then the tagline for the film can be, "You'll be surprised what the title means." Yeah. <laughs> that was a callback to a conversation we didn't record. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> They're the best kind of callback because it's like, oh, these guys just hang out anyway. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what the takeaway is from a listener, isn't it? When you when yeah, you yeah. make a reference to something that wasn't recorded and they weren't involved in, oh, I'm glad these guys just hang out anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Rather yeah. than oh, that's that's an in joke. I don't like that. I I, I I listen I listen to some podcasts and I'm just like these guys only hang out when they record a podcast. <laughs> I, I, I want to feel like the, these these are these are really good friends anyway yeah. so i want i want to i want to hear in jokes that i don't get constantly yeah. on podcast. the in joke podcast where it's just nonsense for two and a half hours every week all right so from reese howell we've got i have detention and i must scream <laughs> Like, I was like, this could be a Yes Very Clever Award, but also it's it's such a good idea to sort of have that basis of you're in detention and it's ran by, like, a malicious AI. <laughs> like, that's, that would be that's that I the... have no mouth, yes, and I'm a scream. Um, yes. <laughs> they... Yeah. So, so the, like, the, what it's playing with is I have no mouth and I'm a scream which is like a story of a few people who've been kept alive after an apocalyptic event by this AI, and it's just constantly torturing them for centuries, keeping them alive purely just to torture them. Yeah. Um, so that's sometimes how detention feels, am I right? <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes when your teacher keeps you back after class, it can feel a bit like you're one of the four remaining humans left alive on Earth, kept solely to say the spite of a machine that uh, that killed the rest of humanity. So what I want yeah. to say here is that it's actually a de- it is a detention movie about some kids in detention who gradually find yeah. out that in fact they are being kept alive by an AI and the detention is just the, the- but that's the matrix. So <laughs> <laughs> it's the Matrix. It's the Matrix, but it's a young Matrix kids. Oh, yeah, ma- yeah. Ma- Matrix, Matrix kids. kids. Wait a minute. Yeah. Matrix Hang kids. on, then. How about we just make this easier on ourselves? It is in fact a Matrix, Matrix franchise kids. film, yeah. and you don't find out until okay. halfway through the film that it has the Matrix license, and that is where the kids are. Oh, and they have the whole like um, the, you don't know whether to t- trust the teachers or not because they teach you. Find out first. You find out that the teachers are uh, programs. Mm-hmm. And you're like, and and they're yeah. like, hang on, oh, we need to in- investigate this, right? They find out that the teachers are programs, and then they they're, they're like, no, they're good programs, looking after us. They're teaching us about mm. the fact that 
you know, Earth fell, uh, like humanity oh. fell, and, and all that sort of stuff, getting us ready for for something. And then there's there's a, a, an even higher head teacher because this is how, um, as an aside, this is how uh, mm. young adult shows go. Right, is that they mm. keep going higher and higher on some ladder of mysterious figure. But sort of to rip it out of the Matrix... No! Um, no! No, 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 right, right, right. right. <laughs> to rip it out of the Matrix thing, we can have most of this, but um, I've sort of been thinking of like a Twilight Zone kind of thing mm. where it starts off like a regular school yeah. uh, detention... Mm-hmm. And stuff's stuff's happening weird. Like, oh yeah, the the kids get dropped off at like um, at weekend detention or whatever. Um, and then slowly over the course of it, they find that like the teachers aren't doing something. It's it's in a simulation basically. Mm-hmm. But they find out that this was the sort of experimental detention in which they they get put in there for what feels like like a weekend but is in fact centuries because no one's been there to take them out of the simulation because the world's end has been taken over by machines. Oh, right. So, yeah, they they get put in one of those, like... uh, It's like they... they, they, uh, The horrendous dystopian thought that um, prisoners can live at... uh, Have... Uh, a five-minute prison stay, but they can... They would drug them up to make them feel like it was five years. Um, it, yes. uh, but it's the opposite way around. It's like they've been in this stasis, yes. and they've thought it was they thought it was an afternoon detention because it's supposed to be. Because what the schools want is for you to be able to go to detention and still make it to your extracurriculars where you keep learning, right? Mm. So if you're on swim yeah. team, they want you to still get to swim team whilst not getting to hang out with your friends after school. So you get kept back mm. for five minutes instead of like half an hour, um, and so they they they. Put you in this little pod that teaches you all the things, shows you what you did wrong via a oh that's cool um, a, a kind of like a uh, they have drones all over the school so that it shows you the thing you did wrong in loads of perspectives, teach you the error of your ways. But it was like a fight. It was like someone was being bullied. They got put in there with their bullies for a century, reliving it over and over again. I've got it so. Um, like the time dilation thing of sort of like prisoners that feel like they've been in there for five years when they've actually been five minutes Mm. kind of thing. It is like that. So um, the kids think, like we we don't reveal that until the very end. The kids think they're there for a weekend or like like a day, like on a Saturday or something like that. Like in Breakfast Club, they just go for a Saturday detention. Okay. Um, And the day just keeps on going and then it turns to night and they're like they're still not letting us out they're still not letting us out of this detention what the hell is going on like and then and then days and days and days and days and days go like until it's like a detention of like it's thousands of saturdays of just detention after detention after detention and then at the end when they wake up it's only been like one saturday and it's like that's what we can do. <laughs> Don't break the rules again. Jesus Christ. That's the worst <laughs> thing ever. Like they go in fully thinking that it's that it's gonna be just one Saturday. Alright, so, okay. And then- one of the one of the keys to like I have uh, I have no mouth and I'm a scream is that there's they are individual tortures. Mm. You know, the 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 this uh, AI tortures them individually. 
um, like chooses the thing that would would scare them or that <laughs> would hurt them the most and does from their yeah. life and resurrects people from the past to torture them with. I feel like... Yeah, having having a sort of like detention center is full of reminders of why you got put in the detention, and each one of them is yeah. particularly traumatic. I, I kind of like the idea of them figuring out a way to swap. Um, one of them is like a a kid who's being bullied, and the other one was someone who mm. um, got in trouble for like uh, uh, vandalizing something because he's got ingrained aggression. And it's like you get put mm. in this simulation and shown what you did wrong. So the bullied kid is is seeing himself fighting um, uh, or being beaten up by bullies. And the kid with uh, aggression problems is like, oh, yeah, I get a fight every day. That's great fun. I really like it. <laughs> um, they managed to they managed to make it uh, slightly nicer on themselves by like swapping torture. <laughs> I I like that. I also. Kind of like the first half of it is a horror film, mm-hmm. right? Because they're in a, they find out like quite early on they're in a simulation, and that it's a simulation that is there to torture them in this detention. But once they've realised that it's like the Matrix, it's like we can break these rules. Mm. Uh, we can break the rules of detention, um, and uh, sort of find out like then play pranks it's like the breakfast club they end up pre- playing pranks on the principal the whole time because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> because that's that's just what they do so it's like that's where the hijinks come in <laughs> i'm just sort of like this is this oh, is yeah, this could be a very 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 good like slasher horror movie sci-fi kind of dystopian thing but it's also it's like hijinks well, the, we've got to do that so the thing is if if it's just a if it's just a room going through cycles over and over again then yeah you haven't got much play mm. there but if you have like mm. let's say they they're put in a simulation of the school to be shown what they did wrong what that means is they've got mm. loads of planning time for next time they come out they, let's say they've got weeks of this detention where they where it feels like uh it, like they've got uh, a full week of detention after school where they get put in a booth yeah. and it feels like days, right? Uh, and then they get yeah. let out to do another day of school and then if they, and then they yeah. get put back in again after school. And so it means they have all uh, this okay. planning time with a simulated school to try and like yeah. really make some intricate pranks. You know, they yeah. get to learn. They get to learn how the, the you know the schedule that the print the, the, the cleaner goes on, and when when the when yeah. the cleaner delivers the um you know delivers new towels to the washroom yeah. in the staff in in, in the uh, in the staff room. Oh, maybe uh, they like uh, they they know when the new delivery of art supplies is coming in, and all that sort of stuff. They get to completely know. And this. the thing about a simulation is that it's going to be more predictable than. Real yeah. life that mm. that that janitor will always turn up at the right time yes instance, and stuff like mm. that so you can predict your steps in an almost like you know bit in the middle of groundhog day yeah way. exactly yes uh, and then and then in the days they get they get out and it's a, it's a far more unpredictable school but they're trying to figure out what these these kids who are this breakfast club of kids are tr- <laughs> of, of, of like t- pe- kids who are being tortured the collective noun for children <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, uh, go go with eggs and, and bacon. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the um, this this breakfast club of children um, is essentially trying to figure out like what similarities there are between simulation detention world and 
real world on the day-to-day and figure out what mm. they can transfer to pr- maximum prankitude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they're... Pl- oh, and because they've got this simulation of how the school works, they can plan something to do to the real school. Yes, exactly. But they have to... They have to allow for variables yes. and that's their weakness is because it's all very flat in the simulation exactly yeah that's how they're gonna get oh. out they're figuring out what to do to stop them doing this to them exactly. given the simulation because they know that they've been put in there and abandoned so no one's really watching yeah. what they do no one because they would mm. have to learn to read matrix code to do that so no one knows yes. what they're actually doing t- together in there they only get let um, out for when like the school inspector is here you know, they're, they're, they're the problem <laughs> kids that the, the school's like, whenever, whenever people, whenever there's oversight, they're like, mm. oh yeah, we'll, we'll bring them out because we can't have the pods full. We can't have the pods full mm, yeah. while, while the school inspector's in, but <laughs> because our school is a perfect school, right? Everyone is perfect. But they, so they let them out and they trudge out and they're like exhausted because they've not really been sleeping properly in there. They've just been in the simulation uh, and like they, they trudge out and they're like, you know, del- like kind of um, uh, delirious almost like, you know, scratching mm. things down. Mm. And we have the whole like uh, really loud sound of a pencil scraping across paper sort of mm, thing going yeah. on um, oh. uh, as these as these inspectors go go in. And yeah in the simulation while they're being quote unquote like tortured with this with this um uh like the things mm. they did wrong um they are finding ways to to plan meeting up in the same simulation because of course cutbacks mean they've got to save ram by by making it all yeah. the same simulation <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i i love this idea i love uh, so I've, I've just sort of been figuring out in my mind because this could be like a, a young adult series of novels slash films right yeah where the first one is basically like the basic premise of like these kids get put in detention like the shared simulation they don't know it's a simulation until like the big reveal Um, that's Maisie Williams uh Maisie Williams's focus one I would say that like you you focus on a different kid each time uh with their own Mm. individual like because if it's if it's a young adults you also want to include a kind of sociological element right I, I think it's like an ensemble yeah. cast. So we've got your Maisie Williams, your Tom Hollands, uh, your uh, Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, little <laughs> guess, tiny precious all children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Timothy Chalamet in this should be like uh, the what's it the uh, the Bender character from. Uh, breakfast club the bully who's dressed in giant check jumper like fingerless gloves baseball cap on backwards uh like torn jeans that's a really good idea i bet tom holland would love to play a bad kid for once you know yeah yeah, oh, yeah. Tom, tom holland well that's tovey chalamet playing the bad kid tom oh, holland pardon, is the yeah. uh, yeah, Tom Holland is good at tissues. We're not we're not going against Typer in the slightest. Apparently, no, no. <laughs> I think we swap it. I think we swap it. I think we yeah. go Tom Holland the bad kid and because yeah, imagine actually, the fun. He's like yeah. he plays little sweetheart darling Spider Man man, yeah. doesn't he? Imagine yeah. him as a bad kid. Yeah, That'd be loads that of fun. And then fun. Tom, Tom Timothy Chalamet the... just like you know, not really criticizing him, but he does have an unusual look to him that can be used. <laughs> To play sinister quite easily, <laughs> so I think we subvert that. Well, I, I think I think we play to Matt's dream here of of having to Chalamet being held up by his ankles and mm, shaken sure. out for cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah by, he's, uh, he's a nerd. The um, a, it was an older kid who was shaking him upside down for for, for cash. 
but like that kid, his family owns the school sort of thing, you know, like that's the, that's yeah. the sort of, yeah. he was just exerting power. And of course that means that Timothy Chalamet, despite his best efforts, has ended up in, he's, he, out of everyone, he's the least, um, he's, he's the least uh, expected to be here and uh, probably mm. is the one, therefore, that figures out how the simulation, how to get to the, the simulation to stop um, looping over and over again him being bullied. Um, <laughs> I, I think Maisie Williams is the nerd character who I think broke into like the school's mainframe and that's why she's got detention. Sure. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Broke yeah. into the school's mainframe so to, like, to change, some, uh, change some grading results or whatever. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. You know, you know, like Ferris Bueller does, somehow from his computer he changes his... <laughs> his uh, his attendance record yes. <laughs> somehow from his computer at home before the kind of uh, like regularization before the yeah. mass mass production of yeah. the internet and, kind of thing. And he's able to do that um, one and her, and her torture have... is particularly ineffective right it's like uh, the one that she's been shown constantly is like her with L- all F's you know, it's just her being well, like, what? every time she opens something, it's just got a big F grade on it. It's effective to the point in which they know it's a simulation. Yeah. Because oh. this is this is a school in which they think that they've gone and done it. Like, this is an experimental uh, detention cycle in which it's just sort of like, we have them in there for what feels like years, but is in fact one afternoon. Mm. And it's just sort of like, we know how to break these kids into behaving basically yeah that's that's the thing so they they're not um the the powers that be uh, or the ai that runs the school doesn't think oh no it's just that, um it's like a kind of one and done detention it, kind of i thing. think it's just uh john ham just a really just yeah. a really bad like uh uh kind of uh principal who has bought a bunch of schools after having owned a load of um, prisons. He's just bringing technology yeah, yeah. across. Like, and he's just like, this yeah, is how we keep this contained. Uh, it doesn't have to be an AI or a big, or a big government thing. It's just like, we're allowed to yeah. do this. Uh, so we will. Well, John Hamm runs the, runs the prisons and runs the schools as well. Mm. Like this technology can work in schools, it, like bad behavior. It's kind of like battle Royale almost like yeah. the, the, like the the behavior of kids and stuff is punished by like this horrible horrible thing that happens to the kids um and so he's like i can i could be uh, i could get the antisocial behavior like ironed out you just need to believe in this new technology i've i've put in place in prisons um that's the world in which like this is set right so what are they doing to shake it up when they get out is the question, right? Well, this is the second movie we're on now. <laughs> okay. So, like, the, fir- the first movie is them realising it's a simulation and overcoming the simulation to, st- to then, oh, like, and sort of setting aside their differences, mm. kind of like The Breakfast Club, mm. to sort of break out the simulation, to destroy it, um, and then they get it's out. It's called The Matrix like, Club. Yes. <laughs> the Matrix Club. The first the detention matrix. <laughs> there you go. The detention. Uh, the Matrix. Detention. The Torment Nexus. <laughs> the, tor- 
and then the 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 subtitle is i have detention and i'm a scream <laughs> that's the subtitle for this first one yeah um and uh i think they overcome their differences and then figure out it's like okay so in order to like uh in order to sort of like not go back into here we've got to sort of behave like we've been it's it's not affected us because we've broken the system but we've now got to bring down this system that's what happens at the end of the first movie and the second movie is them getting in detention again and then sort of I think I think I think the, 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 yeah, the, the the end of the first movie is like we know we we now know we're in a simula- simulation oh hang on what's this yeah. a load we've just seen a load of other kids downloaded into this because they were pointing out the fact that we disappeared like yeah. a bunch of other kids who are who are now trapped in their own thing and we can't get them out, sort of thing. Um, this is clearly yeah. going to keep happening until we do something about it. Yeah, we raise so the it's stakes. like the Matrix trilogy, just uh, just better, um, <laughs> just better, yeah, just better than the Matrix trilogy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's that's what we've come up with here: a, a <laughs> film series that is better than the Matrix trilogy. <laughs> that's what we're doing. Easy. <laughs> yeah. So uh dangerous like... words with a with a big trans following to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, like the first one. Trust us, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. So those are all our film titles this week. Thank you to um. everyone who's given us uh, film titles. So, yeah, we had loads this week like we have like the last few weeks it's been uh, it's been real fun to read them all but unfortunately we can only do a few in the time we have um but yeah keep them coming uh, go to facebook.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast tweeters at life's a pitch show and uh, patreon as well patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast we put a title post out uh, for a specific genre on friday so look out for that there um and yes, Matt's going to talk a bit more about Patreon right now. Well, no, one thing you do, you should know about Patreon is that Dave Bomer has one. Uh, it has two, yes. in fact. Uh, Dave, mm-hmm. if people were to find, find your work uh, that they would like to pay you for, or not, or just find the stuff that you've done for free, um, where would they find you? That was the most seamless link I've ever experienced in my life. Well done. I'm I'm Dave, you know me by now, but uh, if you want to hear more from me, you might want to go and look for Sonic the Comic the Podcast, uh, which comes out every two weeks. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, mm, that sounds like it's about Sonic and or comics. And, well, <laughs> you're right, but listen, we make it interesting, okay? Because it's also a deep dive into the time when a Sonic comic used to come out in the UK, which was 1993 to, we're up to now, seven. And in it, we will, you will hear the adverts of the day. You will hear about who Ant and Deck were and what Mr. Blobby was. You will hear <laughs> miniature essays about anything from, like, fruit pastels to the best way to butter your toast. And you will, uh... Also, you will hear my actual teenage diary from those days where we go through yeah. exactly what it was we were getting up to in those days. Um, and the silly songs I was writing and what's going on. So it's a lot of Dave content if that's what you're looking for. <laughs> You'll find that at Sonic the Comic, the podcast, or go to stctp.zone to find it. You can remember that URL by singing it to the tune of EastEnders. stctp.zone. Uh, EastEnders, of course, 
uh, copied the tune of Look Who's Gone to Space to Kong, which say, you may yeah, know. That's where I listen <laughs> to it from. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that, and also I'm Demon Tomato Dave in places like Twitter and YouTube and stuff, so go. So go! Go! <laughs> go! Excellent. Oh, and, oh I'll te- sorry, I'll tell you one thing. It, the listeners who enjoy Dave content might be interested to know that... Um, there is a look. It's it's Patreon exclusive, but you might end up really liking Sonic the Comic the podcast and being on the Patreon. And if you are, we're about to start a thing on Thursday more uh, Thursday evenings. Every like once a month Thursday evenings, I'm going to be reading my co-host Chris McFeely off of Transformers: The Basics on YouTube. My awful fanfic that I wrote when I was 15 years old. We've oh. already done. We've got through one already that was just like pre-recorded video, but now we're going to be streaming them. So there's going to be an audience. You're going to get to comment on it as it happens. And it's like the most pretentious Sonic fanfic ever in the world that purports to explain all of the secrets of Mobius, even though it's just a 15-year-old boy making it up a good one. <laughs> so uh, there, we're doing that. You might like that. <laughs> uh, Thursdays, Thursday evenings. I'm looking forward to that. Um, also, uh, if you want to help this podcast, you can go over to patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast where you can give us a little bit of money each month uh, and that money goes to helping us you know replace equipment and keep the hosting and all that sort of stuff and also as we work quite hard on this so it will be nice it's nice it's nice to just uh, be appreciated Mm. and we appreciate you because um we give you uh you you can get a uh, vote on the genre you can make more crossover genres if you liked this one um you can decide to vote for whatever has the the slightly less votes than the one that's currently winning uh and therefore (laughs) thereby tactical voting (laughs) Force ties, um, but also you can get bonus pictures every week. You can get bonus content, uh, and uh, finally, you also get your name read out on the on the show, as we do every week. We're going to uh, say thank you to uh, Brandon Spanky Mills, Ross Nouveau, Alexa. Subscribe me to the Life's a President podcast forever. Jeremy L. Kayam, Stephen D. Thomas, Blobba Loba Laba Zaba Laba. I, Barton Beeples Kennedy, <laughs> vow vengeance on whoever killed my sweet Brenda. Requiescat in pace, angel. Oh. Orcsardorks.podbean.com. Fingers to hand. Help, help, I'm trapped in the podcast. Somebody let me out or at least donate to the Patreon to download bonus footage of me scream. James Delaney. <laughs> Will somebody shut those bloody landmarks up? I apologise for the following statement. This is a police appeal for anybody who has information about the gagging of Stonehenge. Please come forward so we can catch this bloody crim. Brent Black. Please disregard claims of podcast-based weather irregularities. There is no risk of any kind of vortex forming. Matt trapped in an endless last samurai, watching the vodka revolution until the end of time. There was a funny name here once. It's gone now. Joseph Hegarty. Anybody selling discount union suits, please contact the podcast. The Serial Dragon and Family. What if Agadu and the Monster Mash had a one-night stand and fell pregnant? What would the child be like? The Benzos are taking control. The Benzos are taking control. The Benzos are taking control. The rumour that Aaron Burr doesn't have a reflection is Collywobbles. <laughs> Alex, sponsored by Lockheed Martin Keen. Matt's and Tom's broken means. toilet roll holder. <laughs> Collie Wobbles is when you're scared of something. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. You mean Codswallop? Yeah, uh, well, <laughs> uh, Dave, do you want to try and ascribe meaning to any of the others? Because I wouldn't. 
Um, Matt and Tom's broken toilet roll holder. Hark the herald angels sing of the pe- second Patreon account I created to join this stupid ARG. Anxious door-to-door free leaflet salesman who hasn't managed to knock yet but has been doing the job for years. Zoe! Undead Aaron Burr. Salty Sea Dog. Office Vacant. President Jerry. Want to learn more? Tierney! Question mark. Then tune in to episode one of the Life's a President podcast at tinyurl.com forward slash Life's a President, where we explore presidents. Gladwin <laughs> Jeb, Trigve Lee, Dag Hammerskjöld, Uthant, Kurt Waldheim, Javier Perez de Quela. To the tune of Who Let the Dogs Out, where is JFK? Where? 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 Uh, and that's everyone. Um, it's real. It's real. I went to the tiny URL. There is a Life's a President podcast. <laughs> on yeah, yeah. No, I've I've listened to uh, a bit of it. It's it's nonsense. No, it's it's a history podcast, isn't it? No, yeah. I, I tuned in and had a little listen. I, I was taking notes. It's good. It's good, it's good yeah, history so. information. <laughs> it's just nonsense. All right. So thank you again to our patrons and thank you, Dave, for coming back on the show. Um, so we end the show as we always do with the Yes Very Clever Award, which is the award we give out to someone who's given us a title based around an existing film title. Just had a bit of fun with it, made a little joke. Uh, so this week it goes to James Cannon, who's given us Angers, Thongs, and Perfect Flogging. Angers. Like, yeah. oh, ang- angry. I get it. Yeah. It's like that, yeah. that other one about <laughs> snogging. Ha ha! I'm sorry, I forgot to laugh, so I thought I'd add that. <laughs> Literally sorry he so, forgot to laugh. Dave you, Fulmer. Yeah. You'd be the best. Uh, have you ever been no, to it, a stand-up gig? It Dave? might have been it, <laughs> it might have been really funny, but I I, I got I wasn't listening. <laughs> go, go, go up to, go up to the act at the end of a stand-up gig and just ha ha sorry, I forgot yeah. to laugh. You stand there you stand there for as long as you think you owe them. <laughs> and then there was that joke about okay. <laughs> can I ch- can I borrow your set list? Just, uh just so that I can see the <laughs> list. Give them the laugh they deserved. Okay, so until next time, I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Matt Turner. And I've been Dave Bulmer. And you should remember who pitched it.